This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 29th Sunday of the year, the 16th of October. Day after day we read and see the news portray for us some of the most heart-rending tragedies, which surely must make us grateful that God has spared us the trials that some people go through. I'm thinking of the recent natural disasters like those in Haiti and Amatrice, And in recent weeks, the story of parents of children that have lost their child without any explanation, like Ben Needham or Madeleine McCann. With the passing of time, we can easily forget about these cases. But none of these families have given up the search, despite the fact that they've suffered so much already, leaving no stone unturned is exactly what each of us would do if the life of a loved one depended on it and that mere will to see them again would be motivation enough. All of these stories, to mention just a few, give us the lesson in persevering effort, in persevering prayer, reminding us of some words of St. Augustine. Pray as though everything depended on God. Work as though everything depended on you. In another sermon he says, If your faith weakens... Prayer dies. We all have a tendency to give up easily, especially in prayer, because we don't see any results from what we're doing as we do in other activities. But prayer isn't a human activity. It's a a non-quantifiable activity. It's not a human activity because it's a supernatural one, and it's only God, really, who measures the results. Now, I think that all of us know how to get things in life that we really want. If we really want something, we make a fuss, we persist in asking, we don't take no for an answer. This is the essence of what our Lord is telling us to do in prayer. Never give up. Sometimes we may see ourselves, admittedly, as emergency Christians who only know how to ask for things in times of dire need. One of the tests of faith, I often ask myself, is... How many miracles am I asking God for? How many things which in human terms might seem absolutely impossible to achieve, how many of these things am I prepared to ask God for? When Moses had to pray on the hilltop, we hear this in the first reading, while Joshua and the chosen people battled out there against their enemies below, he did so assisted by prayer. As long as he kept his arms extended, Israel had the advantage. When his arms grew tired and dropped, then he stopped praying, and the enemy had the advantage. When we grow tired of prayer, things start to go wrong, and there seems often to be a direct correlation. When we pray, there will still be the battles and the problems of life, but we'll have God on side to help us win. If we do grow tired, if we flag in zeal, then we need to find backup. That's what Moses did. He got help. We do the same when we ask our friends for help, when we ask others to pray with us and for us. We just tell others what we need and what we're asking God for, and then draw them into our prayer requests. This is what the communion of saints is all about. It's the spiritual help and backup that we get by being part of the family of the church, part of the mystical body of Jesus Christ. 
And it's always a great comfort to know that throughout the church, at any given time of the day or night, there are countless men and women in their monasteries and convents who are praying for the rest of us. These monks and nuns are the heartbeat of the church, hidden from sight, but like the heart in any living creature, constant in their action, working for the rest of us and keeping the lifeblood pumping round the body of Christ, his church. Add to these the sick and the suffering who pray for us, and we are surrounded by a force so wonderfully powerful. So we can be encouraged and uplifted by the thought that if we truly live by faith, and if we pray, there will be no coincidences, only God incidences, because prayer always makes a difference. Even even if we get distractions or fall asleep in prayer, as the apostles did in the garden, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as bad prayer, provided we are trying. Once when St. Therese of Lisieux confessed that she sometimes fell asleep praying, the priest told her that this must be due to a lack of fervour and fidelity and that she ought to be desolate about it. But she wrote later, I'm not desolate. I remember that little children are just as pleasing to their parents when they are asleep as when they are awake. So all prayer is good because it only has one goal, to bring us into union with the only one who can totally fulfil all our desires to love and to be loved. From the moment of Calvary, the Church has known that going to Mary in prayer will powerfully endorse what we ask from God. St Bernard says, Our advocate, Mary, was assumed into heaven so that she could act as mother of the judge and mother of mercy. There she works on behalf of all our salvation. During this month of the Holy Rosary, we take advantage of this truth and pray with a renewed vigour for all that God is only too ready and waiting to bestow. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.